Thank you for downloading this weekend sermon from Bangalore Revival Center. Our desire is to see you grow in your love and pursuit of God, causing you to become a channel of His love and grace to the people around you. Now let's listen to the Word of God. Uh, this morning, I'm so privileged and excited, you know, to stand in this, to share this pulpit with my spiritual father, Pastor Priji. And I just want to say a big thank you to him for how much God has used him to strengthen me, to, you know, continue training me in the course of this journey. I know God has a lot in store for us. And I'm so grateful for him and his family. And also I thank the leaders of the church and every one of the members who have been there supporting us in every way. You know, it's not as if, you know, when you preach, when you say something, people respond. You need, you need to appreciate it. We appreciate you so much. We say, may God bless you in Jesus' name. May God bless you in Jesus' name. Uh, please, this morning, I believe whenever Pastor Pidgey says something, we often respond, right? <laughs> Remember, the scripture said, I am a father, we are one. <laughs> I am a father, one. Pastor Pidgey is not here, but I'm here. I represent my father. So please, respond when I say something. Amen. So this morning, I will be talking about fear and persistence. Uh, this is one thing the Lord has been, you know, pushing in my mind for a long time. When uh, Daddy asked me to share, I found this word in the dream. How the, the message come is to dream. You know, I saw fear in the heart of everyone, including me. And the Lord was saying, this is not what I have called you for. There is something bigger. God has called us to be generous, to be persistent, not to give up, not to submit, not to let go. We are to stand firm in our word, in our belief. So this morning, I just want to give you a little bit what fear is all about. Fear is a mountain. Fear is a storm. Fear is a valley. Fear is a darkness, prisoner, liar, enemy, deceiver, stealer, and denier and killer. You know, fear you to lose your battle the fear causes you to let go of your right so this morning God want to speak to you about the, you know the fear of the enemy what fear is all about how it affects you and God wants you to be persistent to stand firm and say this is who I am this is what I've called for I am called to win I am called to triumph I am not called to give up None of us are called here to give up, but we are called to be victorious. If you believe that, can you say amen? Amen. amen? amen. You know, fear is the greatest weapon the enemy use, you know, in terrifying us. And when we give attention, when we entertain fear, what happens? We eventually lose the battle. We lose the battle completely. You know, the enemy wants you to give up sometimes God made your promise you are thinking is it possible that this will come to pass this is the period of the promise but I'm getting to the end just one more day to go then you begin to doubt you begin to feel fear within you saying I don't think so in other words you are telling the enemy you have won you are giving up but God have called you to be persistent so I just want to encourage you that 
God has called us to be a general because there is something the enemy has in his mouth that belongs to you, that belongs to your brother, that belongs to your family, that belongs to me, that the Lord has called you for to go after such force and do what? Get it back. I just want you to repeat this with me. Can you say this word out loudly? Say it out loudly. Say it. Fear. 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 I'm coming after you. I'm coming to get what belongs to me. You have to go after fear and get what belongs to you. Because fear has made you to lose your promises that God has given to you. There are some things that you have left behind. You thought, I can't get this anymore. Okay, let me go. Let me just walk on. You have to turn back and say, Mr. Fear, I'm not going to let go. I'm coming after you. So this morning, the Lord wants you to go after Mr. Fear. I call him Mr. Fear. You know why? Because... He has a presence. His presence is terrified. He's Mr. Fear because he has an identity. His identity is a stealer, a liar, a deceiver. When you give up, when you listen to him, he do what? He deceives you. He steals from you. He makes you feel unwanted. He makes you feel so, so low. See, you need to understand that this thing of fear has been even the beginning of the creation. We look at the Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. When they lost the glory of God, what happened? They battled with fear. They did. When Moses, the Lord asked him to throw the staff on the ground and he threw it, he turned to us. Then what happened to him? He panicked. He was filled with fear. There are so many people that this fear have terrified so you just need to understand even the children of Israel the children of uh, uh, the, the disciple of Jesus after walking with Jesus for three and a half years mind you in this storm what happened they were terrified they were all shaken oh the storm is going to swallow us they were screaming why because of Mr. Fear but mind you you have a Christ who is in your boat. He's the source of your persistence. Amen. Amen. So, I just want us to go, you know, uh, straight into the word. Let's read uh, first, first King 19 from 1 to 4. Uh, because of time, I have to jump some, so many things I wrote down. The Bible said when Ahab got home, he told Jezebel everything Elijah has done, including the way he killed all the prophets of Baal. He said, so Jezebel sent this message to Elijah, may the God strike me and even kill me. If by this time tomorrow I have not killed you just as you killed them. He said, Elijah was afraid and flee for his life. He went to Bathsheba to a town in Judah and he left his servant there. The scripture also says in verse 4, then he went on alone into the wilderness, traveling all, all day. He said, he sat down under a solitary broom tree and prayed that he might die. He said, I have had enough. Lord, he said, take my life for I am not better than my ancestors who have already died. You know, that is one word I want you to mark in this place. Elijah said, I have had enough of this terror. I have had enough of this fear. 
but I want you to turn this word around and say Mr. Fear I have had enough of you can you say that word Mr. Fear I have had enough of you because enough is enough for this terror enough is enough for this chiller enough is enough of this denial of our right but I want you to pick up one thing here in verse 1 he said when Ahab had got home he told Jezebel everything Elijah has done including the way he had killed all the prophets one thing I want you to pick up in this place is information can someone say information can I hear you say out loud the information see let me tell you whenever you go into battle and you won the battle believe me there is an information has gone to every throne and kingdoms about the war you have won you know if you understand this when Indian are playing cricket with Sri Lanka there is always information we receive by phone from every social media right we receive information how the games is going the same way the battle you won yesterday have been informed to every kingdom of darkness and do you know what don't relax saying I have won the battle now I want you to watch and pray that's what the scriptures say because why because there's always going to be a reinforcement there's always going to be a payback but once you must assure the devil say one word which I love so much he said though the enemy will roll like a flood against me but the Lord will raise a standard against it it doesn't matter how they come will they come yes I assure you they're going to come after you but once you need to understand that every battle you want there is an information the Bible goes on in verse 2 it said so Jezebel sent this message to Elijah may the God strike me and even kill me if by this time tomorrow I have not killed you just as you have killed them all you know when you win a battle what is the reinforcement of the enemy it's threat they'll come with threat they will threaten your life the enemy will threaten you and say I'm going to deal with you but you know there's one thing I have understand here the enemy the Satan himself he doesn't manifest what he's saying is the spirit of fear let me tell you this is fear for you when I scream at selfie and he panic and I throw something on the floor and I said to him, come on, pick it up. And he went down and picked it up for me. That is submission. He submit to the fear. That is Mr. Fear for you. What Mr. Fear wants from you is to submit. Say to the Mr. Fear, I'm not going to submit to you. Say, Mr. Fear, I'm not going to give up. Say, Mr. Fear, I'm not going to let go. You know, you need to I, I want you to be uh, you know, alive with me. I want you to respond. I want you to speak back to me. See, you have the breath of God in you. God has given you strength. So for you to say amen and respond to the word that the Lord spoke through my mouth is a result of your own freedom. Is a result of your own upliftment because whatever I'm saying I'm not just cramming it it's coming to me by God so I want you to receive whatever God has spoken through me Amen Amen, Amen. Amen. 
So you need to understand that the enemy will threaten you. And they threatened Elijah actually. But Elijah was so much afraid that in verse 3, the scripture say that he fled. He fled. He fled because he was afraid. And not just that he fled because he's afraid. He said, he also prayed, Lord, I'm, I'm tired of all these things. In fact, it's better that you take my life because I'm not even better than my ancestors who have died. See, you need to understand this. The scripture is talking about a prophet of God. A great man of Elijah. If Elijah we submit to the spirit of fear, how about you and I? This man, God have done a lot of signs and wonder through him. He have experienced God. Not just what he's told about God. He saw God. He experienced God. He had communion with God. But he submit to Mr. Fear. Why? Because he entertained fear. See, God asked me to encourage you this morning. Do not give up. Do not pay attention. Do not entertain fear. Because you entertaining fear. I tell you, my brothers and sisters, you're going to regret it. Because why? You will lose what is yours. And your promise from God is going to take a while to come because when you are afraid you continue running while the promise is behind you but when you turn back and say Mr. Fear I am ready to face you now whatever you want I give it to you you go back and take your promise and let me tell you that is something we need to understand in this verse 4 Elijah ran he took his servant and kept him in Judah, right? See, when you submit to the midst of fear, you know what you are doing? You are discouraging people around you. You are discouraging your brothers and sisters in the Lord. When, when you are being threatened by one enemy, by one threat, saying, I'm going to take your life. And you know Christ is on your side and you give up. What about those people God have put under your security? Those that God have entrusted in your hand to lead them to their promised land. You are actually telling them, look, there is no hope in this life. There is no hope. You don't need to continue doing all this. But when you stand firm, what you have done, you have encouraged them. And you push that faith to the next level. Amen. 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 I just want you to understand this. Elijah was so much afraid that he forgot how God have used him. You know, the Bible says in the book of 1 Samuel 17, verse 8. We're going to read it to 11. It says, Goliath stood. This is, this is another, another people who experienced, who had the same encounter that Elijah had, who met the same threat. They, they, they were threatened by Goliath. You know, the Bible says, Goliath stood and shouted, in turn across to the Israelites. He said, why are you all coming out to fight? He said, he called, I am the Philistine champion. He said, but you are only the servant of Saul. Choose one man to come down here and fight me. He said, if he kills me, then we will be your slaves. But if I kill them, if I kill him, he will be as you be our slaves. He said, I defy the armies of Israel today. Send me a man who will fight me. 
when Saul and the Israelite had this, they were all terrified and deeply shaked. Have you been terrified and deeply shaked when the enemy threatened you? This is not God, whom God has called you to be. The enemy will threaten you. But I tell you, when you don't entertain the fear, you will not be terrified. Do you know the reason why these guys were terrified so much? Because they were looking at the hugeness of Goliath. The, 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 the whole armor he put on, he, he, his shovel. You know, they were saying, man, this is too huge. This guy is so mighty. How can we face this guy? But they forgot the God that is on their side. Amen. Amen. You see, the same threat Elijah had, these guys had, and Elijah fled, and these guys also were threatened. They were, they were filled with pressure that they also want to fled for their own life. The Bible tells us how much God have used Elijah, and Elijah forgot all these things. Why? Because he entertained Mr. Fear. The Bible said in 1st King 19 verse 3 uh, Sorry There's a 1st King 18 18 verse uh, 45 It said And soon the cloud was black with The sky was black with cloud It said a heavy wind A heavy wind brought a terrific rainstorm and, and Ahab left quickly for Jezreel. He said, then the Lord gave a special strength to Elijah. He stuck his cloak into his belt and ran ahead of Ahab's chariot all the way to entrance of Jezreel. See this, see, look at this. Elijah, the same man who ran away from Jezebel, what the same man God used God gave him a strength that he ran ahead of the chariot how, who, how many of us here can run ahead of us can any one of us run ahead of us no it only takes the hands of God upon you for you to perform such wonder but this happened Elijah God hand was so mighty upon him that he ran ahead of the chariot every day you are running ahead of the enemy but once you face trouble once you face Mr. Fear you forget all this and you forget that it's not by your own strength but by the hands of God God wants you to be persistent Elijah did not just forget how the hand of God was mighty upon him he also forgot how God used him to bring the sacrifice how God used him to, to bring his people back to himself not just only how God used him to bring his people back to himself God also used him you know to command the whole prophet of Baal to be slaughtered that was a boldness from God that, that is not a man boldness human ability cannot do such a thing it only takes the strength of God for you to stand before thousands of prophets and you warn them and declare all of them should be killed. That comes from the hands of God. And Bible said in 1 Kings 18 verse 36, it said at the usual time for the offering, evening uh, sacrifice, is Elijah the prophet walked up to the 
altar and prayed, Oh Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, prove today that you are God in Israel and that I am your servant. Prove that I have done all these at your commands. He said, Oh Lord, answer me, answer me so these people will know that you, oh Lord, the God, and that you have brought them back to yourself. He said, Immediately the fire of the Lord flashes down from heaven and burn all the young bull. He said, The wood and the stones and the dust. He said, It even licked up all the waters in the trench. He said, and when all the people saw this, they face down. They forward, they fall face down on the ground and cry out. They said, Lord, He is God. Yes, the Lord is God. He said, Then Elijah commanded, Seize all the prophets of Baal. Don't let a single one escape. So the people seized them all. And Elijah took them down to the Kishon, the valley, and killed them there. He said, this is what God has done through who? Elijah. God killed all the prophets of Baal through Elijah. God gave Elijah the ability, the strength. He did all this. When he called upon God, God answered him and do what? He consumed the sacrifice. Look at this. The first verse says, in the usual time, you should understand in everything is time and season. God walked with time and season. Elijah entertained fear and forgot that this time of terror, this time of threat is the right time because this is time God wants to take him to the next level. When you face a trial, when you face Miss Sophia, I want to encourage you. I want you to know that is the usual time. This is the right time. It's not a wrong time. God knows that this time is going to cause you to be so strong. Amen. Amen. Elijah also forgot how God used him to brought rain. I mean to, to seize rain in Israel for three and a half years. Elijah, the Bible said in 1 Kings 17, 1, he said, now Elijah, who was from Tishba, in Galilee, he said, he told King Ahab, as surely as the Lord, the God of Israel lives, the God I serve, there will be no dew or rain during the next few years until I give a word. Until he do what? He give a word. See, have you ever prayed? Have you ever spoke a word? You see, it coming to pass. Have you commenced something? You see that thing coming to pass. But what happened when you face Mr. Fear? What happened to you when you face Mr. Fear? Let me tell you. I have declared in the day I said there's not going to be rain. And the whole cloud was dark. I was on the bike. I said rain, you're not going to fall. It's drizzling already. I said you're not going to fall. I seize you in the name of Jesus. I tell you throughout the whole day, the next day there was no rain. I have prayed in the house and said, oh Lord prove to this state that I have stepped in that is a God in this nation. I said Lord there's going to be rain today. I tell you it takes only five hours it was an outpouring rain. But what happened when you face Mr. Fear? We forgot all the signs and wonders. Everything God have done through us. 
God have used you to shut the mouth of lions. God have used you to bring down the walls of Jericho. But when you face Mr. Fear, you begin to shiver. You forgot all the Lord has done through you. You know, not just did Elijah forgot all God has done through him. He also forgot God's promise in his life. Do you know fear makes you to forget God's promise in your life? That you forget that the scriptures say, though you walk through the valley of shadow of darkness, see, you will not be harmed. But you will forget it completely. The Bible said that uh, that's in Psalm 1186. It said, the Lord is for me, so I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? The Lord is what? For me. What can male people do to me? Look, Jezebel was only in a house. She wrote a letter. Was she there present? Did she deliver the message by herself? No. She only wrote a letter and gave it to the messenger. Tell Elijah this. Here, the scripture says, the Lord is for me. So why? So I will have no what? No fear what the male people can do to me. Jezebel is just a human like Elijah. She sits in the king's house as a queen. But she didn't have the final say in the life of uh, uh, Elijah. The same way as you are today, the enemy has no final say over you. He can send any kind of message to you. He can say all sorts of things unless you entertain it unless you give ear to it if I don't want to hear you when you talk to me I focus my attention somewhere else right but if I want to hear you I look at you I can read your lips I can feel your emotion then I will I have entertained the fear I begin to feel the same you know spirit of anger inside of you it begins to terrify me He said Elijah did not just forget that the Lord said I am with you nothing anyone can do to you he also forgot in the book of Joshua 1 verse 9 that says this is my command God was telling the children of Israel this is my command he said be strong and courageous do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go where have you found yourself what is that that is troubling you? I'm here to tell you this morning that the Lord goes before you. The Lord is going before you. You know, remember in the wilderness, the Lord was a, a pillar of cloud and of fire for the children of Israel. Do you feel that sometime in your life? I know the Lord is for me. Therefore, who can be against me? He's for you means he's before you, he's behind you. Amen. Amen. Elijah also forgot the, the, the promise of God in the book of Philippians 4.13. The scriptures say, For I can do everything through Christ who gives me what? Strength. I can do everything. I can do everything through what? Christ who gave me strength. Elijah, because he attained fear, because there was no persistence, he forgot the signs and wonder was not in his own ability 
was not in his own strength when you have debt waiting for you to be paid the enemy tell you this debt cannot be clear but you forgot God promises that I can do all things through Christ who give me strength not in my own ability or in my own strength or the knowledge I gather in the school or from friends only through who? Christ you have an exam that is facing you. You need to score a certain marks. You are saying, oh man, how can I do this? And the enemy is whispering to you, hello, you cannot do it. I'm Mr. Fear. You cannot score this marks. Just give up. Give up. And you have forgotten God's promise. I can do all things through Christ who give me strength. A certain disease have hold you too long. Because you entertain fear and you forgot God's promise that I can do all things through Christ who give me strength. This morning, I want you to call your name. I want you to touch yourself, tap yourself, say that. I, Onyekachi, call your name and say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. Amen. Amen. He also forgot the promise of God in Romans 28. The Bible says, and we know that God causes everything to work together for good of those who do what? Who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. You are not called for your own purpose. You are called according to God's purpose. When you are sending to this earth, you are here according to God's purpose and plans. Whatever happened to you, whatsoever Mr. Fear threw at you, is for what? They are all working together for your own good. Amen. Can you say they are all working together for my own good? Just say as if you believe it. You know, I'm urging you to receive what God is saying. Say, they are working. They are working. All together. For my own good. Amen. Everything is working together for your own good. Amen. You know, see, God just don't want you to entertain fear. But God wants you to be persistent. God wants you to be persistent. I love men with a persistent heart. You know, if you look at a man like Noah, Noah stood on his ground. When the Lord asked him to build the ark, people were coming mocking at Noah. They are telling him, man, do you know how to build the ark? Have you built the boat before? It's so funny. Hey, what are you doing? He didn't pay attention. He complete the job. Why? Because she know that he is working in the strength of the Lord. That is why his persistence gives him victory. His persistence takes him to the next level. He was the new generation of this earth. Look at a man like Moses. Do you think when God sent Moses to go to Pharaoh and tell him, let my people go, that Pharaoh just has a, a man talk with uh, 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 Moses Pharaoh tortured him Pharaoh dead with him but you know what he never gave up he was persistent he stood on his ground he said I'm not going to submit to you you Pharaoh 
because I know who on my side. My persistence is through the strength of the Lord. Not in my own strength. But I know my persistence will give glory to the name of my Father. Jesus finished the work on the cross of Calvary. He didn't give up. There wasn't a certain stage. He said, Lord, I wish this cup will be taken away from me. He said, but Lord, let your will be done. Can you allow the will of God to be done in your life by being persist? Because when you don't persist, the will of God will not be done. I'm not here to, you know, to, to make you feel good. I'm here to push you. I'm here to push you. If you don't want to come out from your hiding place, this is the time you have to come out from that cave and you say to Mr. Fear, I'm being persist this time. I don't care what you come with. You may come with cancer. You may come with debt. You may come with a fear not going forward. Yes, my landlord might have given me quick notice. I may not have money to pay my rent or to put a deposit. Mr. Fear, I don't care. Then you go after him. Have you gone to the hospital? The doctor tell you there's a certain illness inside of you. We have located new. Man, this is going to take too long. And it's going to take a process for you to be healed. And it's going to cost you a lot of money. You are filled with fear. The Lord is telling you this morning, come on, come out of that cage. Come out of that cage. You are not that cage because that is not your own dwelling place. Presence of God with your persistence, that is where you are all to be. Amen. Persistence. Persistence is what God requires from you. He wants you to stand on your ground. He wants you to know that he is with you. If you don't persist, you're going to find it so difficult. Let me tell you, I love the story of the three Hebrew guys, Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego. We're going to, you know, read about it right now. What does scripture say? So, the scripture says, Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you refuse to serve the gods to, or to worship the gold statue I have set up? Now, look at this. He said, Is it true? In other words, is your action deliberate act? Is this thing you did now is a deliberate act? You know why the king asked the question? He knew these guys. They stay in the same palace with him. See, let me tell you. Have you been too long with Mr. Fear? This is time to tell Mr. Fear. I disagree with you. When you say I disagree with you. He will ask you. Is your action deliberately? And you're going to say. Yes, Mr. Fear. They said. We're not going to bow down. To this golden image of yours everyone might have bowed down to you mr fear but we're not gonna do that they stood on the ground they've lived mr fear they have lived with mr fear they dine with mr fear they have shook hands with mr fear how long are you gonna sit with mr fear how long are you gonna entertain mr fear in your house the lord is telling you this is time that you're going to tell Mr. Fear you have no more place in my life. 
I'm coming out from your cage. I am free because I know now the God that I serve. The king asked the question, are you sure what you are doing? And this guy said, yes. We're not going to do that. They stood on the ground. They refused. What? They refused the king's demand. And I want you to understand something here. Refusing to worship the golden statue the king has made. They knew that is a treason. And the death, the, 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 the penalty is a death sentence. They knew. If we don't bow down to this image, we might be killed. Yes. There's going to be death for us. But they know all this. They said we don't care. We don't care. Can you not give attention to Mr. Fear and be persistent in your word, in your belief? Because when you are persistent in your belief, Mr. Fear will know that enough is enough. The scripture goes on in verse 15. It said, I will give you one more second he said i will give you one more chance to bow down and worship the statue i have made when you hear the sound of the music instrument say but if you refuse you will be thrown immediately into the blazing furnace he said, and then what god will be able to rescue you from my power <laughs> has has mr fear given you a second chance has Mr. Fear told you, just submit to me. Just submit to me. I'm not going to destroy you. I'm going to let you go. But if you refuse, I'm going to kill you. Let me tell you, the enemy that comes with fear, sometimes he gives us a second chance. He tells us, look, if you will agree to submit to my order, to my demand, I'm not going to kill you. I'm not going to destroy you. But it's all lies. You need to understand it's all lies. We call it scams. That is the scams of the enemy. But I want you to put something in mind. That the trade the king gave these guys was a very huge one. You know, he says something. There. He said, and which God will be able to rescue you from my power sometime the situation you face tells you can any God on this earth rescue you from my power can you be able to come out from the situation you find yourself into that is what Mr. Fear will tell you but look at this young man response despite the traits Despite the enemy, the spirit of fear, which is the Mr. Fear, tell them, if you don't bow down to me, I will destroy you. That's the first, you know, explanation I give you. Fear will shout at you. It's like me talking to my daughter, Grace. Grace is doing what is right, but I just woke up to her and said, stop this, sit down. She sat down instantly. Why? Because my voice was too loud. There is a strength. 
there is a force that comes through my words the same way you hear the voice of Mr. Fear so loud with a lot of energy and he was saying oh I submit to you the Lord is saying be persistent be persistent do not submit to Mr. Fear do not submit to Mr. Fear these boys they did not submit to Mr. Fear and the Bible said in verse 18 the scripture, the scripture says you know uh, I, I, sorry I think uh, there is an error okay I just want to show you something in the book of Isaiah 36 verse 18 this is the same trait that this guy these three Hebrew guys face and the Israelite they face the same trait through the king of Assyria and I want you to understand this what happened to these guys at the end of the day how they respond to Mr. Fear and how the true Hebrew guys respond to Mr. Fear. The scripture said, don't let Hezekiah mislead you. He said, by saying, the Lord will rescue us. Have the gods of any other nation ever saved their people from the king of Assyria? Next, next slide. He said, what happened to the gods of the Hamite and Arab? He said, and what about the gods of Sephim? He said, did any god rescue Samaria from my power? Next slide. He said, what god of any nation has ever been able to save his people from my power? He said, so what makes you think that the Lord can rescue Jerusalem from me? see when this messenger went to the king of Hezekiah the king of Assyria told him go to Hezekiah tell him to submit to me I will not do what I will not destroy the city I will not take them into captive I will be merciful to them I will allow them to eat from their own grains and drink from their own wine then I will take them to the new land. When these guys went, they didn't just go to the king. They stood at the entrance and the beginning shouted out loud for everyone in the city to know, yes, our king is so mighty and strong. What God is able to rescue you? Or do you just want to tell us that your God will rescue you from, my, from the king's power? Let me tell you, the enemy will often ask you a series of questions. Can this God rescue you from my power? What God is able to rescue you from my power? And look at the response of, from these guys. They said in verse 16, he says, Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego, they replied, Oh Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you. 
can you say to Mr. Fear, I don't need to defend myself before you. See, you don't need to defend yourself before Mr. Fear. All you just need to do be persistent. Do not submit. Just stand still. No, you are standing. You are sitting in the throne of grace. This guy, they know their rights. They know the God they serve. They know how mighty God is. They did not give in. And the scripture goes on saying, if we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God whom we serve is able to save us. He said, he will rescue us from your power, your majesty. He will rescue us. I want to tell you something. God is able. He's more than able. Through what? Your persistence. See, when you give up, if you are in pain, just for example, you are in pain, your leg is hurting, and I came, you need to cross on the main road, and I give you a hand. If you don't take my hand, will you, will you be able to cross? You can cross, right? That is what it takes for God to move and walk in your life. Persistence. When God stretches his hand for you, you grab it. Your persistence is the hand that you strike to God and grab the hands of God and he takes you to your destination. Amen. You need to be persistent. Stand on your ground. Do not give up. Do not submit to Mr. Fear. This guy said, we know God is able. Is able. And verse 18 said, but even if he doesn't, I love this place so much. This is where your faith has to grow so strong. This is where your persistence has to go to the next level. Where you need to see, I know Mr. Fear, even if I don't pay up this debt, even if I'm not able to get this project, even if I'm not able to get this job, I don't care. I don't care. Because I know God's plan for me. I know God's will for me. They say that. Even if it doesn't, we want to ask, we want to make it clear to you, your majesty, that we will never serve your gods or worship the golden statue you have set up. Mr. Fear, that is the golden statue the enemy, the Satan himself, have made before you and I. Every day we seize it. See, let me tell you, fear will not stop coming. No. That's what I told you earlier. Reinforcement will continue to come. But you need to be persistent. Knowing the God that you serve. Knowing that he is able to deliver you. But even if it seems it's too late. You know, sometimes in our own eyes we thought that God's time to rescue us is too late. We begin with persistence in the morning, but in the afternoon, at the evening run, we begin to give up. Or oh, I think it's too late now. Don't say it's too late. No, it's never be too late. Be persistent. You need something. Stand on your ground and say, it's mine. I'm going to get it. No matter how it happened, I don't care how it's going to work. See, let me tell you. I asked my wife question. 
one day I said God has given us a lot of promises including ministry if we are to send back home to start our own ministry how can we do it look at how Pastor Preji runs up and down restlessly I don't think I can do this that is Mr. Fear he wants you to submit you feel I can't do this this is too much you know when we see pastors prophet of God we say that life is so easy go closer you will know the kind of heart God has given them they have a persistent heart even when the ministry seems going down when members are leaving when people are talking against them they stood on the ground because they know God promised in their life they know God is able to take them into that promised land amen, amen. this guy they stood on the ground and said no great king even if you don't rescue us we don't care this guy know God promised in their life look at what the Bible says in John 32 the Bible says and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free what is the truth the word of God God himself the truth is God himself they know they said we know that God is able that is the truth of the word of God the word of God is not a lie God cannot promise you and do something else when he say I'm taking you out from this ditch he's taking you out when he says I'm taking you into the next level he's doing it if when he says I'm gonna heal you you will see the healing God is not a man that is why I love the song Michael sang you're not a man you are God of everything no one like you do you know you have such a mighty God I want you to always remember God promise when you face any terror in your life this guy they know the promise of God they stood on the ground you know they go on you know if you look at Timothy 1 verse 7 the Bible said is it for God has not given us a, a, a spirit of fear and timidity but of what power love and self-discipline they know God they know the truth and the spirit of God dwells inside of them when you know God and you know the truth that means the spirit of God is inside of you and what does the spirit does the spirit gives you power power can somebody say power power we all carry mighty power inside of us it burns so hot you know, I love what Jeremiah said. Jeremiah said, Lord, when I thought of giving up, I can. Why? Because your fire burns inside of me. I can't resist it. The power is the fire that gives you the ability to be persistent. That gives you the ability to say what? Mr. Fear, I know you. I love you. But I tell you, I'm not going to let go. I'm not going to submit to you. Oh, King, we know you so much. We love you. We respect you. 
but we're not going to do this. You know why? Because we have the Spirit of God inside of us that gives us the power to be persistent. Amen. The next promise in Proverbs 18 verse 1. He said, the wicked run away when no one chase them. It's a ball that godly as bold as what? Lion. The spirit of God. Who is Jesus? The lion of Judah. He lives inside of you. That's the spirit you carry. That spirit makes you so bold. It makes you so bold. When you see Mr. Fear or whatever he said, he said, this you're doing doesn't trick me. I don't feel your face. I don't care. That gives you boldness. The book of Exodus 23, 13 said, he said, pay close attention to all my instruction. You must not call on the name of any other gods. Do not even speak of their names. These guys, they know the spirit of God was inside of them. And they are the Hebrew guys. Mind you, their forefather came out from the Egypt where God gave them instruction and said you must not worship any other God except me let me tell you when you bow when you submit to Mr. Fear you are worshipping Mr. Fear and it's a treason also in the court of God it's a crime when you submit to fear you are saying in other words God you are not stronger anymore I think Mr. Fear is stronger than you the Lord told the children of Israel, you must not worship, not even mention the name. You know, we often praise our circumstances more than God. I don't, I don't know if I'm, if I'm only one that does so. Sometimes we praise our circumstances more than God. Oh, this is too much. Oh. Something happened to me when I came back from Africa ask my wife I lost weight in fact I, I, I was drained off under a day I was so much afraid I'm like man all is gone I lost it all oh where will I start from oh these guys have killed me but you know what if you will remember that the spirit of God that lives inside of you gives you the ability to know that he is able to do all things you will be so triumphant amen amen, amen. amen. if you read on the next verse Daniel 3 19 the Bible said Nebuchadnezzar was so furious with Shadrach Meshach and Abednego he said that's his face become so what distorted with range he commanded that the furnace be heated even times seven times hotter than usual this king was so angry with these guys why didn't you submit why didn't you bow down to this golden image what is wrong with you okay for that i'm gonna make it more worse for you the, 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 the furnace was heated higher but I tell you these guys never give in because of that 
let me tell you the enemy when you said no they're always going to come with a higher threat but stand on your ground be persistent verse 20 says he said then he ordered some of his some of his strongest men of the army to bind Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego and threw them into the blazing furnace and the scripture says so they tied them up and threw them into the furnace he said he said fully dressed in their paint turbans robes and all the garments the next verse said and because the king in his range had demanded such a heat fire in the furnace the flame killed the soldiers as they threw the three men in it's a soul Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego they securely tied and threw into the ringing flame look at this they were thrown into the ringing flame but they don't care they were tied up the king was so angry Mr. Fear might be so angry and saying terrors on you let me tell you they will all die they will all die for your sake as many the enemy have used to send to attack you they will all fall for your sake amen amen because the promise of God in book of Psalm 23 4 he said even when I walk through the valley even when I walk through the darkness of valley I will not be afraid for you are close beside me your rod and your staff protect me and comfort me do you see the rod and the staff of the Lord protecting you do you see the Lord close beside you let me tell you the God is always by your side the Bible goes on says in Romans 8 17 it said and since we are his children we are his hair in fact together with Christ which we are his we are the hair of God's glory he said but if we are to share his glory we must also share his word why do we always want to run away from suffering and want to share the glory part look at Elijah he saw the glory of God he enjoyed it but when Mr. Fear knocked on the door he flee we often do that we run do you want to share the glory of God you'll be ready to face fear say Mr. Fear I want to hear you say Mr. Fear I am ready to fight you I am ready to fight you because I'm ready to share God's glory the Bible says in Daniel 3 24 25 it says Nebuchadnezzar suddenly jumped up in amazement and, and exclaimed he said you know I, lo I, lo I love how, how the scripture you know stated it said he jumped up in amazement see let me tell you the good news Mr. Fear is going to be so amazed how you are going to come out triumphantly I don't, I don't think you hear what I said I said Mr. Fear is going to be so amazed how you are going to come out triumphantly he will see you in the trouble but nothing will happen to you the Bible said he exclaimed to his advisors didn't we tie up three men and threw them into the furnace they said yes your majesty we certainly did they replied next slide he said but suddenly he said look Nebuchadnezzar shouted I see four men 
unbound, walking around in the fire, unharmed, and they fought looked like a God. Amen. Amen. When you are in the fire, let me tell you, God is there with you. Wherever you found yourself, when you face threat, God is there with you. You know, the book of Isaiah said, Isaiah 43 verse 2, it said, when you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through river of difficulties, you will not drown. He said, when you walk through the fire of oppression, he said, you will not be burned up. The flame will not do what? Consume you. It seems as you are fighting something. It may look like you are fighting something. That is why the song that said, it may look like I'm surrounded, but Lord, I'm surrounded by you. Do you know you are surrounded by God? You are not surrounded by the enemy. You must see the enemy, but actually, you is not the enemy that is your problem. The enemy sees the hand of God upon you, and they want to try. But I tell you, you'll be victoriously. Amen. You know, the book of Jeremiah said, Jeremiah 1.19, it said, They will fight you, but they will fail. <laughs> I love this one so much. For I am with you, and I will take care of you. I, the Lord, have spoken. When God sent Jeremiah to preach his word to the children of Israel, they mocked him, they fought him, they let a trap for him, but God gave me a promise. They will fight you, but they will fail. Would Mr. Fear fight you? Yes, with your persistence, knowing God promises, they will all fail. Because why? God is taking care of you. Amen. 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 You know, 26 says, Then Nebuchadnezzar came close. He said he came as close as he could to the door of the flaming furnace and he shout Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego he said servant of the most high God come out come here so Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego they stepped out of the fire then the high officials the governors and the advisors he said they crowded around them and they saw that the fire had not touched them not a hair on their head was hinged. He said, their cloth was not crushed. They didn't even do what? Smell what? Smoke. Isn't this miracle? With your persistence, when you say, I'm not going to let go. When you say, Mr. Fear, I'm not ready to submit. You know what will happen? Despite how the situation might be so difficult, but you're going to come out so clean and fresh because there's not going to be any harm around you the people will see you and say is that the same person that we thought was in the trouble before was that the same person that was with job without job before people might look at you and say he doesn't have a job yes but in the next chapter See, everything about us in every day is a chapter in the hands of God. When God opened this chapter, in the previous chapter for these guys was in the, in the furnace. But when the next chapter opened, the eyes of the king saw there was no harm. 
so are everyone who is expecting your downfall every spirit every fear that is expecting your downfall they will see you unharmed and you will look so fresh as never before in the name of Jesus the Bible said in Luke 12 verse 7 the Bible says and the very hair on your head are all numbered so don't be afraid for you are more valuable to God than the whole flocks of sparrows you are more valuable to God when you face Mr. Fear do not panic you are more valuable to God your persistence will cause you to stand fame and you will be victorious I tell you God wants you to be persistent God wants you to stand and not give up and also want you to understand that in the course of this God always sends his angels ahead of you wherever you go the scripture said in verse 28 and 30 it said then the book said praise the God of Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego he sent his angels to rescue his servants he trusted in him he said they defied the commands they defied what the command of the king and they were willing to die rather than to serve and worship or anything they refused because of their persistence God sent an angels ahead of them the Bible said in Psalm 91 verse 11 it said for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go do you know God has sent his angel to go ahead of you that even when Mr. Fear come he is there to strengthen you through your persistence the psalm 91 verse 12 also said he said they will hold up they will hold you up with their hands so you won't even do what hurt your foot on a stone were these guys were they hot in the fire no they were not hot despite how the the king ordered the fire to be heated they were not hot and the scriptures also said in psalm 34 verse 7 it said for the angel of the lord is a god and surround and defend all who fear him all who do what who fear god he surrounds you he defends you and i want you to know that the angel of god is always there to to protect you to surround you with what with the strength of god they will defend you no matter how difficult the war may be daniel verse 29 and 30 the scriptures say therefore i make this decree if anyone if any one or any people whatever their race or their nation or language speak word against the god of shadrach meshach and abednego they will be torn limb from limb and their house will be water Torn into heaps of rubble. He said, There no other God who can rescue like this God. No other God that can rescue. He said, Then the king promotes Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego to even a higher what? Position in the province of Babylon. Do you know your persistence is what is going to take you to your next promotion? You're going to the high level by being persistent. When you said no, 
when you face this terror and with this help of God definitely you are going to the next level let me one thing I want you to know here no matter how you face fear do not give up you know why because there is a reward there is a reward there is a reward the devil might come to steal and to kill and destroy but I want you to know God has come to give life and give it in abundance the Bible said in first Chronicle 29 13 verse 14 the scripture said oh Lord he said oh God we thank you and praise your glorious name but who am I and who are my people that we could give anything to you everything we have has come from you and we give you only what you first gave us can you not submit to Mr. Fear by saying let me hold this back can you say Lord I'm willing to give up everything I have I stand against Mr. Fear I don't care how the place goes down I'm ready to jump down and face Mr. Fear I'm willing to take back that which belongs to me because you gave it to me first and I'm willing to give it to you back can you praise God in any situation why being persistent this morning I want you to know that God wants you to carry a heart of persistence that you can face any kind of fear and become victorious shall we be rise on our feet as we gonna sing and worship God and give a tithe and offering and also if you need any prayer any kind of prayer maybe you are filled with spirit of fear you want to be free from this spirit of fear you can just by a sign raise your hand up we're going to pray together and believe that the spirit of God is going to give you the, the, the boldness this morning to be victorious against every spirit of fear thank you Lord Jesus thank you Lord Jesus thank you Lord Jesus you are gathered by yourself you are gathered by yourself my regard and bless your name Holy One I worship you you are God by yourself yes Lord Jesus you are God by yourself daddy thank you for the reading of your word thank you for how much you have spoken to us therefore lord we appreciate you and will receive every blessing that have come from your word
yes lord you have spoken into us you have given us the ability the strength to be bold and to say no to mr fear this morning thank you father for the spirit of persistence you have reigned among us lord thank you father we pray this morning that as many that are filled with spirit of fear we command you you mr fear lose your hold lose your strength lose your ground in the name of jesus thank you lord because we are being triumphant this morning as we go out in this place lord may we be victorious through our persistence may we be victorious through our persistence in the name of jesus thank you precious lord for you alone are worthy in jesus mighty name amen amen we hope you were refreshed and strengthened by the word of god if you want to know more about god or have a question you would like to ask or even a prayer request you would like to share do connect with us at dreamingrevival.com be our guest for one of our services here at bangalore revival center on saturdays at 7 pm or sundays at 11 am